I'm very excited about today's call, but before we begin, we have Jesse Ledoux, our queen of coaching with our product special of the week. Jesse, tell us about the product that you've got for us. So the name Chinese Laundry is no stranger to pageantry. Best known for the tippy tops, but they have a huge line of shoes that are perfect for various pageant appearances, events, etc. So today we're talking about the Wonder Platform Pump. This is a closed toe nude platform pump um, that's perfect for interview or any other more professional event you may have where the tippy top or an open toe sandal may not work. Awesome. Okay. So how high is it? Do you know that off the bat and like what systems would it work for? And it's nude, right? So it basically goes with any outfit. Exactly. It's nude patent leather. So it has a little bit of a shine to it. The, um, the front platform is about an inch high and the total heel height is about four inches. So it's, um, a pretty, I mean, it's, Again, it's a high heel, but it's not overly dramatic where you're going to go crazy. Actually, I might be wrong. It might be like four and a half inches total heel. But because of that platform in the front, it really decreases the angle. So it's more comfortable for a long wear. Again, it's great for, um, and you asked what system, it's great for any system. Um, I would say teen or above because, of course, you want to make sure you're comfortable walking in heels first. And two, it's age appropriate. So I think upper teens, Miss, Ms, Mrs. Um, this is a great choice for, and it's very professional and nude goes with everything. It's awesome. And we get a lot of questions of where to find interview shoes, what interview shoes is best, et cetera. So mm -hmm. how can they find them? How much and shipping all that stuff? You can find it at shop.thepageantplanet.com or you can visit at pageantplanet.com backslash podcast for more information. It is $50, $59, which is a great price for a shoe that you're going to literally wear a million and one times. Like tally it and let me know how many times you wear it because it can probably be worn that many different days for various events. Um, so free shipping as always from our store and free returns. Awesome. Thanks, Jesse. Welcome to the Pageant Planet Podcast, where we help you succeed in pageantry. Now, here's your host, Stephen Roddy. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the call. Today, Jesse Ledoux, our queen of coaching, and myself, we are going to discuss pageant cliches and how to avoid them. So, Jesse, set the stage for us. When I first started competing in pageants, I remember I'd watched Miss America probably for 10 years from the time I was 7 to 17 before I finally competed in a Miss America local pageant. And I remember hearing Angela Perez Baracchio, I think she was Miss America 2001, in her farewell address on the telecast, she said something like, I've always had a voice the crown gave me a microphone and I was like, oh, oh my gosh, what an amazing phrase. I need to use that in my Miss America platform page. So of course I did and my very first local and it took me less than a year to probably have heard someone else say it about 10 times, other people say it about 10 times. So that's how much of a cliche that was. Even though I heard it and I was like totally harmless and putting it in my page, I learned very quickly that there were some phrases that I just needed to steer clear of. So we have a lot of people that are listening to our podcast that are kind of just dipping their toe in the waters here for pageants. So this is going to be a fun and silly podcast, but hopefully you'll be able to take these cliches and avoid them because uh, Steve and I were talking before the podcast and we mentioned that the danger of cliches is sounding like everyone else or sounding, oh my gosh, so dreaded pageant patty. So we are going to talk about some silly pod or some silly cliches to help you avoid that in your pageant prep. Okay, so you've already talked about 
just the dangers of cliches, how the judges are like, oh, you and three other girls already said that. So you're sounding like everybody else. You're staying into the crowd. Mm-hmm. What is for somebody that out there that maybe just doesn't even know what a cliche is? What's kind of a your definition? It's not Webster definition. What's Jesse's definition of what a cliche is? So a cliche is something that you hear over and over and over again. And it's because it pro- and it starts out like a really great idea. And then someone borrows it or uses it. And then it just kind of goes through the chain. Um, and then finally, a pageant judge has heard it so many times, they just will scream if they hear it again. So it starts out harmless, takes a lot of tra- It's like snowball effect. So cliche is just something that you hear over and over and over again. So you start to all sound the same versus being an individual, which we know in new school pageantry, you have to stand out. That is the name of the game. Yeah, and I mean, pageantry, just like any other industry, it's like the, the person who gets noticed the most is the one that goes opposite of the crowd. I mean, it's like marketing mm-hmm. one-on-one. Just find out what everyone else is doing and just do the exact opposite. So cliches are something that you want to stay away from. By no means is it a nail in the coffin if you slip up an interview and you say it. So don't get the deer in the headlight looks and say, oh, God, it said it. I didn't choose the crown. The crown chose me or whatever. Um, so, mm-hmm. okay, we, we heard the very first one that we were going yes. to talk about. What's the next cliche that comes to your mind when I say pageant cliches? Well, I first want to give a solution. If you have used the microphone phrase I just mentioned, the I've always had a voice, the crown gave me a microphone. I want to help people find a way around it so they don't fall into that trap but still get that message across. Is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool. So if that's your premise and you want to talk about this crown amplifying who you are, instead of saying a phrase like that, figure out two ways this crown will help you get that message across. Is it speaking, is it being able to get into the door with a lawmaker or is it being able to call a school and be able to pitch your presentation? That will come across so much more genuine, authentic and polished because, okay, this girl has a plan versus saying that cliche. So if you are drawn to something like that or you like that message, but you don't want to sound like a cliche, which is the name of the game today, um, that's a really quick and easy way to get around it. Awesome. Okay. Now transition to the next one. But I like that. Oh yeah. To give them a, a, give them a, how to course correct. That's good. There we go. So, um, my second favorite is i uh, my, I didn't choose my platform. My platform chose me. How many times have you heard that Steven? Uh, it's been a lot. And honestly, it's been brought to light because where you are more and like depending on your region, some of these might be like, oh my gosh, every time. And depending on what region you are, you might, oh my gosh, I've never heard that. That's actually a really good one. <laughs> so <laughs> um, I've heard it more and it's been brought to my attention more since you've come into my life. But before then, I, it was not on my radar. And then once you start hmm. bringing it to my attention, I thought, oh my gosh, yeah, I'm, I'm hearing that more. I started to hear it. So I started to hear it more when I became more involved with Mrs. Pageants. Um, cause of course, Miss, Miss International is a part of Miss Teen and Mrs. International. So that's where I first started to hear it. So it might be one of those late bloomer cliches, but I, I mean, every single time I hear the phrase and then they tell me the story of the, the platform connection. If you want to get like, just get rid of that cliche, just dive right into your story because as soon as you say that the judge's eyes are going to glaze and they're going to remember that you're repeating a phrase they probably would have heard two times at least before. And you're 
pageant they're currently competing in. So get rid of the cliche phrase and just dive into your story. And that way, that is the focus. Yeah, and unlike some of our other cliches, this one has a tendency to sound like you really rehearsed it. Like you're just waiting for an opportunity to say something like really cutesy. So that one mm-hmm. gets an especially large eye roll because it's like, no way, you didn't make that up on the spot. <laughs> so For sure. It kind of has that flavor totally, to it. You're totally right. It's about, and especially with platform, because so many of us choose platforms because of our personal connection to it. So like, we'll, we'll know that you are guided to this platform based on your personal experience. We don't need the phrase to muddy the waters there. So just get rid of it. Yep. Cool. All right. Cliche number three. Okay, I'm going to get some backlash on this, I feel. Um, I'm going to give it. It's a very popular one, but in my opinion, it's not my favorite. It's, I'm your pageant planet queen of coaching, instead of, I'm pageant planet's queen of coaching, Jessie Ledoux. And the reason I say that, it's it bothers me because if, if Miss New York, and I'm just using Miss New York as an example, I don't think she says this, she says, I'm your Miss New York. Well, I didn't vote for you. I didn't pick you. <laughs> I mean... People that can say, I'm your something. Um, I'm your American Idol. Public votes on that. I'm your president. People vote for that. Um, I'm, what, else, what else could you even say? Uh, um, I'm your student, student council president if you're in high school. But there's really no bearing of the general public on your title. And yes, you do represent those people based on where you live and your jurisdiction of your pageant title. You're still not there. You might serve them, and that's really great. But it's just a pet peeve of mine. I think it comes across like very old school. And when the general public hear it, they're like, meh. Yeah. (laughs) Well, especially I could see that really translating not as well on a national pageant. Because you're like, no, Mm -hmm. you're not me. I I live in Florida. You're not my Miss New York. I live in Florida. Right. But at the same time, I will say, did you see the video that's going viral about so Miss North Dakota just won Miss America last weekend. And there was a viral video done of um, I don't know if it was for local organization or her state organization members back at home watching her win. And it just brought tears to my eyes because they clearly have been dedicated volunteers for years. They're so invested. So you're like, yes, absolutely. People do feel like they're a part of your journey. You are their Miss North Dakota or whatever state you re- you represent. And that's the beauty of pageantry is it is a community. But it, it just seems like to the outside world, it seems a little disingenuous, I think. I might be in the wrong. I know I'm, I know I'm like I said, I know that's probably the one of these cliches I'm going to get pushed back on. But it's, it's something to consider, me. though, right? Yeah. I mean, because in in everything um because pageantry I always say is is a bit of a cultish society like you don't it's like the illuminati you don't understand or even recognize it exists until you're inside of it and then you see it mm-hmm. everywhere yes. um and so something like this could have it a potential to ostracize someone else if they're like wait why do you say that it's just weird um mm-hmm. in in bible college like when i was there i mean we'd always call it christianese when people would use those little um little christianese things that anybody outside of like college or who was like in a strong evangelical church would be like you guys are crazy <laughs> so, <laughs> so we want to avoid that in pageantry too um okay so that was that was thrace so quattro um well this is your favorite steven um i'm not your typical pageant girl oh gosh <laughs> yes so, all right, I'll, I'll take the lead on this one. When you say that, you are the typical pageant girl. And it also translates with, like, I'm, I'm not the typical pageant mom. It's like, yeah, yeah, oh. you are. I mean, it's, 
but you happen to preference it with that, you kind of are because every pageant mom tells me that and every pageant girl like says that in an interview. So when I hear this a lot, I was like, I'm not the typical pageant girl because I like to get dirty or I'm more of a tomboy or I mean, I didn't, <laughs> or they go through all these things of how they're not girly. You're in a pageant, rhinestones, glitter. It's okay. Like be girly, own it. Um, and like only the not, only the typical pageant girl would say something that's atypical of like that a pageant girl would say in interview. Well, what I tell girl, I have a lot of girls come to come to us at, through the VIP coaching program and they, for the most part, we have a lot of novices that have never competed before and they are, they're not your typical pageant girl <laughs> to say enough, like from the, at their core, but we, we change that around to talk about, okay, well, how are you well-rounded because that's, that's essentially what you're saying is you're well-rounded. Um, you're able to do these different things. And how do we then leverage those skills, those activities that you participate in to show why you, you'd be a good title holder? And you can totally be honest with the judges and say, hey, this is my first pageant. I never thought I'd do this because here are my other areas of interest. But here's how that helps me. So instead of using it like to set yourself apart, let your personality, let your skills, let your plans be what set you apart. Yeah, and depending on the judge, it could also be like, well, what do you mean? You're not beautiful, you're not accomplished, you're not talented, you're not like you don't give back to your community. These are typical things that a pageant girl does. Are you not those things? I mean, I'm taking it to the opposite extreme, <laughs> but um, it's just one of those things where so many girls that you're saying are that are new to pageantry, they lead with that in hopes that it sets them apart when in actuality it just makes them blend in. Like for me, I just after I hear that, um, <laughs> I just I go blank. It's just like okay. Just it doesn't convert well for me. Well, I remember being so jealous when I was watching because everyone that listens to this podcast, I think if you've listened for a few weeks at least, you know that I am a pageant nerd to the extreme. And I remember watching this Teen USA 1999 and like all their fun facts were like, she's the only girl on an all boys baseball team, or she is the, she's the kicker for her peewee football team. And like, I remember like, I don't have a fun fact like that. Like, I don't have anything cool to set me apart, but like, that's not what it's all about. And like for a while that was the like most cutting edge. But again, that was 1999 is I'm scared to do the math and find out how long ago that was. That was almost years. 20 years ago. Yeah. Whole. 20, 20 years, 1999, Nine. Okay. Um, yeah. 18. So, um, so think about that. That's how long it's taken for this to become a cliche. So it's just, it was, a tr again, like we talked about at the very beginning of the call, it's a trend that snowballs and then it just is too much. Yeah. And we're kind of in that unique position that we are not geographically restricted or like mm -hmm. even by countries. So we're hearing these things globally and not just like in a small area of like Nebraska. No mm -hmm. offense to anybody who's listening from Nebraska. Um, so it, we, we're hearing these from different perspectives, but okay, great. Um, anything else? Anything else? Oh gosh, of course. Okay. The ultimate of all ultimate pageant cliches. We're all winners. Oh, yeah. Where's my crown, buddy? <laughs> I know, right? It will. I think that one really stemmed from miscongeniality, because um, that's really where we heard that we're all winners. I don't remember which contestant says it in the movie, but I always like have to think about it from that perspective. And it, I mean, granted, it's true. Like if you put yourself out there to be in a pageant, like you're a rock star in my opinion, because it's not easy to do. It's very stressful. It's it can be 
you like throughout the whole process, you can question yourself. You question yourself because of the person you're sitting next to. But when you walk off the stage, like you're a better person because you put yourself in that position out of your comfort zone. So I'm not saying that's not true, but to hear a pageant girl say it, it's like one of those things that the outside world again is just going to be like, oh, yeah. And you kind of I feel like the times you hear it is it's the girl wearing the crown who says it or it's Mm -hmm. a girl who's getting interviewed right before they're getting ready to announce the crown. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Ask that same girl that <laughs> after the crowning and you might get a different response, right? But it, it is. It's just one of the it's kind of the world piece of pageant clichés. We're all winners. Um and Speaking of, we didn't even have world peace on our list for today's call. Uh, I know. I just thought about that when I plugged it in, and I was trying to. Oh my goodness. I was trying to sneak it in Failures. there. Failures. Well, I was trying to sneak it in there with there, but then you called us out. Um, I'm sorry. Which is okay. you know me. I'm all about calling us yeah, out. Yeah, you're authentic. That's why you're so charming. So oh, with, with the I, like, we're all pageant winners, but it does have that flavor to it, right? Like world peace, everybody get along. We're all mm-hmm. winners. We're all up here. And what you said is totally true. That. When you put yourself out there, you do grow. You are a better person. Just like any risk that you take in life, whether mm-hmm. you that risk makes you money or loses money or you know whatever, it's the same way in pageantry. But at the end of the day, in pageantry, only one girl gets the crown. Everybody else just gets the uh, experience and the internal improvement. Only one girl walks away with the crown. <laughs> and what's what's the quote that I heard it recently? I love it. It's you either win or you learn. Yep. And I love that. I think that's a great representation of what this is really all about. So we're not saying you don't, you can't have that sentiment. That's not at all what we're getting at here. It's just find a more creative, unique, and individual way to get your points across. It's these phrases are going to be red flags to people that either aren't in the pageant industry or two have been in the pageant industry for 20 years. Um, gosh, probably probably even less, maybe five years. They're gonna they're gonna have heard it before. So just try to be more creative in how you're achieving your thoughts and how you're communicating uh, your opinions. Well, and if somebody asks you that on stage and it's right before crowning, just say, you know what, I'm just so I'm just thrilled that I took the risk to be up here and I'm growing so much as a person and I've had experiences that I never thought I'd have before. You know, something like that versus we're all winners. And I, I think you could even like, like point to the fact that, yeah, we, we've all put ourselves out of our comfort zone and we're going to leave as better people. I think you can still encompass the entire group. I think that's totally fine um, because you do make connections with people when you compete with them um, and you spend significant amount of time with them. So I think it's okay to group everyone together. I just think find a more unique way to say it is all. <laughs> okay. Um, that's great. All right. So next one. Oh my gosh. I feel like I'm going to get backlash on this one too, but the open mouth laugh and I've done it. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to, again, I've probably done almost all of these, which makes me laugh even more. That's why you're such a good coach. That's why you're such a good coach. I've been there. I've seen it all at this point. So the open mouth laugh started, I think really started with Shandy Finnessy, who was Miss USA 2005, perhaps. And she just, I don't know if you guys know Shandy Finnessy. I assume if you're listening to this podcast, you do. But she is this glamazon woman, beautiful, tall, statuesque fantastic figure, gorgeous face. And she walked out in swimsuit and she did like this open mouth laugh. And she just, honestly, I think time stood still during her presentations at Miss USA her year. And ever since then, like uh, an entire, I think Faviana was the gown designer. 
replicated her gown in like every color everybody had it everyone was doing a laugh so it's again it's one person does it and then it starts to catch on because it worked so if you see somebody else something that works and in this case it's the open mouth laugh find a way that you can adapt it into who you are and we've seen it all the time like the open mouth laugh the shrug of the shoulders like you're like going into it it just it's it's been done and you can shine without that. I promise you the judges will know if you're having a great time or not, whether you they can see um, the back of what's that? What's that little dangly thing in the back of your throat that I was just trying to remember the name oh, of? Um, uvula, not, uvula. You, whoa, I was way off. OK, glad I didn't say my answer. <laughs> <laughs> so whether or not they can see your uvula. <laughs> you're good. To, I could promise you you can radiate from the inside out. So. Try not to overdo it. If it's genuine and you have 25 people in the audience and they're screaming and going crazy and they have light up signs, like you might actually laugh. Like that's totally fine. But just try not to overdo it. Like don't do too much. Yeah. And if you don't know what this looks like, just find a recap of the Miss America swimsuit competition because every girl did that when she was walking on stage. Like somebody just said the most hilarious joke ever and somehow screamed it at them when they're mid-stage. And they... <laughs> Like with that said, we're not hating on it and we're not hating on people that do it. We're pointing out the fact that if 10 people all do the same thing, you're no longer standing out, which was the, I think the point of you trying to do it in the first place. Yeah. So this is all about like, don't fall in the crowd. Don't be one of the crowd. Yep. And that, that's part of the, it's part of the thing, right? It's how it spreads because one girl is doing it in prelims. And then another girl's like, oh my gosh, she's doing that. And maybe she's a front runner. So maybe I should mimic that, mm-hmm. you know, it's because she's doing it. So she must know something I don't. You don't need to do the open mouth laugh. Judges don't. There's not a score category for are you showing teeth and doing an open mouth laugh. Just smile. Yes, can it's you cool. see your top and your bottom teeth? Yeah, yeah. Can you see five out of five? Yes. <laughs> Just like there's no additional bonus points if you can spin in swimsuit. Or in fun fashion. No additional bonus points for spinners. Just throwing that out there. Yes, for sure. Okay. Are you ready? Next one. I'm ready. I'm checking off our list one by one. (laughs) Um, So this is not a cliche as much as it is, I think, like a nervous habit. um, Because a lot of our our clients that I've experienced or people that I've judged over the years, it's a a phrase that we overhear all the time. And it's, I definitely think. Mm. Because it's just you want to show conviction, you want to show passion, and you're giving your opinion. So people will latch on to the phrase, I definitely think, or I absolutely think. So this cliche is just a filler phrase of one of those things when you're giving your onstage questioner in your interview. And for Miss America Girls, you have nine and a half minutes of questions. If you're a teen, I think you have six or eight minutes of questions. If you say this phrase at least three times or two or even two times, they're going to start to notice it and it's going to be distracting. So they all know that this is your opinion because you're talking and they've asked you for your opinion. So you can just, just like we said with the platform question about, I didn't choose my platform, my platform chose me, cut it out and just get into business because the grand scheme there, they want to know what you think they know they want to know why you think that and what your solution is if they're asking you for a question or asking you for, like, what's next. Yeah. So just get rid of those filler phrases. I know it can be difficult, but work really hard, record yourself doing a long-term interview and see if you do have any of those fillers. Yeah, and whenever I hear that, I, I just feel like the girl has no idea what she's about ready to say for whatever reason. That's like, it's like definitely think. And I always, whenever I've heard it, I've heard it when girls are using – 
you know that the fake um pageant voice or like mm-hmm. it's the, very similar to the server voice when you know that that per that that server that walks up to your table that that human does not talk like that in real life hi y'all how you doing or whatever <laughs> and for pageant girls is i definitely think you know, it's like nah, if, if we were just talking on the phone you wouldn't talk to me like in that octave or with the with the sway so totally on board just drop the definitely think I asked mm-hmm. you your opinion. I asked you a question. I understand it's your opinion. I understand it's not universal law. We're not doing a scientific exam where you have to prove a theory. It's your opinion. So just go into whatever your opinion is. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite lessons to teach and really focus on with our girls is every word counts. Because and then, and then we have we go through the questions and I say, could somebody else have given that same answer? Is it that general where there's nothing about it that says you in it? And most of the time they look at me and they via Skype and they're like, yeah, somebody else could have said my exact answer. There was nothing in it that elevates it. So every word counts to get your point across and to get you across. So when you can get rid of these filler phrases, these cliches, these these words that people have kind of strung together in various forms over and over and over again, get rid of them. Be you, be unique, trust your own voice. Got it. Did we go through our list or do we have others? No, that's the moral of the story. That's the moral of the story. Don't, don't stick in with the crowd. Stand out. Be a unicorn. <laughs> I mean, goodness. Remember, um, shoot, I don't remember her name. I think her first name was Sydney. She was Miss Pennsylvania Teen USA a few years ago. Stunning girl, beautiful bone structure, Super short pixie cut yep. bleach blonde hair. Sydney. What was yep. her name? Her it was Sydney. Um, S- Sydney. Because I want to give her the, the shout out she deserves. It's like Batman, the hero we all need. Goodness. Or not the hero we need, the hero we deserve, or something like that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so she came in like, like, totally un, unlike anyone else competing with her. You couldn't help be drawn to her because she was so striking and she was so different. And you don't have to chop your hair into a pixie cut. Or have it like platinum blonde to stand out. That's not what I'm saying. It's just rely on what makes you, you, and allow that to be what speaks the loudest and not things that someone told you to say or that you heard someone else that worked. Be authentic, be unique, and rely on that. It it was Sydney Robertson and Miss Pennsylvania Teen USA 2014. You know, I want to say that, but it sounded so much like Sadie Robertson, the girl from Duck dynasty that yeah. i was like eh, maybe not um but it was and she became a sherry hill model like that's the, that's the name of the game is like trust who you are trust your instincts and let that lead the way and that's everything the judges need to know yeah and she's all over the um or she was i think this was about a, f- a few years ago all over the it's not super cuts but it's the other one like super cuts where i walked in there i was like oh there's sydney <laughs> yeah good for her yeah and, and so snip good for her <laughs> with um so the the other thing that came to mind was during olivia Coppola's on stage interview question at miss universe they asked her the question something like um do you ever fight with your brother something like that and she started to answer it and then she stopped she's like well he's my brother right siblings fight Okay, so so she stopped, and that that's the very personalized tone that she, she mm-hmm. and she seemed so relaxed, and that was her on stage question. It wasn't perfect pageant, Patty. It was just like, well, siblings, yeah, we fight, right? I mean, he's my brother, 
So, of course. And then went into whatever her answer was. But I just remember that and I thought, oh my gosh, it's so awesome that she was just able to be herself under that pressure um, with all those people watching and just give it like what it felt like to me, an authentic answer that she was thinking about and not just rehearsing. Exactly. I just think about all the trailblazers in pageantry over the years and people that have really been able to get out of the mold and break it and then see the wave of trends that they've created. So I just like be the person that creates the wave. I love that. Good point to end on. So if girls want to work with you to get rid of their cliches and learn how Mm -hmm. to win the crown, how can they get a hold of you to work with you? So they can find me at pageantplanet.com backslash coaching. We have all different resources, whether it's a one-on-one coaching session, you just need one to tighten up um, your plan, your presence, et cetera, or we have our monthly memberships, our VIP and our VIP platinum, as well as just our virtual coaching. So all of those options are available. You can learn more about them, pageantplanet.com backslash coaching. Thanks, Jesse. Want to ask your questions to the title holders and professionals we interview? Become a VIP girl today and get unlimited coaching from the pageant planet. Plus, ask as many questions as you'd like for only $47.